0: Hey everyone, Greg here Just wanted to give you a heads up About halfway through this podcast Eric's partner and a friend come home and start making dinner While well, it was very nice that they made dinner for us There's some background noise So that's what you're hearing My name is Gregory Marcus. And my name is Erik van Bemmelen. I am not Dutch. And I am. And this is the podcast where we talk about
1: Dutch movies. True, true. Episode four. Episode four. Of season one. Of season Maybe one. it will be just one. We won't have seasons. Continuous season. One continuous, yeah. Okay, so that's still season one, episode four.
0: Yeah. So we're still learning. For you, the listener, it's only been a week since you've heard our voices. <laughs> but for us here in... The Vambamalam Studios. Mm-hmm. It's, after all these years, I still can't even pronounce your goddamn <laughs> from name. From Bamalam. From <laughs> Bamalam. Bamalam. Yep. It, Whoa.
1: My, Craig Betty,
0: Bamalam. That, my phone still corrects it uh, just from Bamalam. Bamelam.
1: Yeah, okay. I'll take it.
0: Bamalam. From Bamalam. And okay, so we haven't done this in a while, over a yep. month. Mm-hmm. Because you got COVID. Yep. Then you went away. Yep. Then my girlfriend got
1: COVID. Yep. I did not get COVID, (laughs) and you didn't go away. So, I guess I had a better position last. Yeah, you had a holiday.
0: Well, here we are. We're back, excited to be back. Very tired. We both had long days. It's not a weekend. None of this actually matters. No one cares. No. But you're getting an insight. Maybe people listening to this
1: in the beginning of the day, the afternoon, the middle of the night. Let's say they they don't care. Maybe in ten years' time, maybe when we're dead and gone.
0: Maybe you're listening to this after a hard day of work, like we both just had.
1: And you're tired, and you're like, why are these people complaining about being tired? But maybe you can relate
0: to being tired after work, and maybe you just want to sit back and not watch a movie, but just listen to two dudes talk Talk about. about a movie. So, the movie we're talking about today, I actually don't have anything even funny to talk about. We can just start talking about the movie right away. Yeah, of course. Of course, the movie we're talking about today is called "Van Godlos." Van Godlos. It's from two thousand three.
1: It's called "God Forsaken." I God Forsaken in, in, in English. Yeah. Yeah. Which.
0: Okay, we'll get into that as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's a. That's a good translation. You mean? Sure, it's a good translation, but it seems. I mean, okay, we'll get into all the religious imagery, you know, and how it relates to the location where the film takes place and yeah. all that. But it's 2003's Von Khodlos by Peter Cowpers, directed by Peter Kaupers. Mm-hmm. By Peter Kaupers, who, Kuiper, yeah. Who actually I've watched now more of his work for my work. Really? I watched two TV shows he's done in this year alone, or 2021. You're kidding. He did... The Spectacular, which is, he directed The Spectacular okay. and produced it. And it's
1: about IRA, Dutch relations in Limburg in the 80s. Limburg again. So what, what is it? We will get into this later. But what is it with Limburg that keeps coming up in Dutch movies? It's not the biggest of our provinces, of the 12 provinces we have. But for some reason, it keeps getting...
0: Well, that's because it's, you know, all these places that are interesting... It's because there are crossroads.
1: Okay. And to be fair, Limburg is a crossroad.
0: Limburg is a... It
1: has a ide- one big crossroad. It has
0: an identity crisis all on its own.
1: People who don't, do not know uh, where Limburg is in the Netherlands should probably just Google this right now yep. to see how weird Limburg is positioned. Yeah. I think we already talked about it in a previous episode, but how weird Limburg is positioned in between other countries. It's really it's, It feels like something that fell off... The Netherlands <laughs> and it's somehow still connected to it. It's like when I look at the map of the US
0: and you, then you see Alaska and Hawaii and you're like, why is that there? Why yep. do we have that? Yeah. The Wimberg is the same kind of thing. It's like, why is that there? Yeah. Why is that part why why is is of the Netherlands?
1: Going so so far south still being the Netherlands.
0: So what's funny is we um, watched Florida.
1: <laughs> okay, can I Quickly go back a bit. Okay, you said you've watched two series by the director. Oh right, yeah. I did not notice the director. Who this director was before looking this up, um, and is he well known? Would you say it's like? Yeah,
0: it seems so. Like he has a, a lot of credits. He would had a famous movie called Rip Hungen hmm. recently, maybe in the past ten years. Okay, and yeah, so the spectacular he did as a TV show and another one was called Node. N-O-O-D, not nude, but not NODE. node yeah. Stands for emergency. Distress, yeah, yeah. And that was based on like that Danish, there's a Danish series and also a Danish film, and Jake Gyllenhaal just remade the Danish film where it's set in a 911-112 okay.
1: emergency call center. I thought So was... it's my problem that I don't know him. He's actually very famous. Wha- Excu- excuse me, Mr. Peter Kuipers. Well, you know, it'll come up again when we
0: do the Dutch TV podcast. Uh-huh. But right now, anyway, I've, I've been familiar with his work. Okay. And I liked one of the TV shows. I thought Node was pretty okay, actually. Um, and pretty diverse casting. And, but, um, oh, and then in The Spectacular, the other one he did, we had What's-His-Name from H- Hetine. The dude we liked, Jakob Derewijk, okay, yeah. is in hettenay Okay. Or is in Spectacular. Spectacular. Okay. And, okay, but so what I wanted to say, okay, we're talking about Limburg mm-hmm. because the movie that we're eventually going to talk about, yeah. Van Godloos, is set in Limburg. It's not filmed in Limburg, but set in Limburg. Yep. And we didn't really talk about Limburg when we did Flutter. I think we did a bit. No, no we said that they're from Sittard, right? Yeah, I think so. Or and and, least, that's, and yeah. that's all we said and that we got totally distracted and we did not revisit what it actually means to be from Limburg. Okay. So now we can actually talk about what it
1: means to be from Limburg. I think um, one of the main things that you should note is that it's like a classic dichotomy between the south and the north. So it's um, the most southern of the Dutch provinces as we, as we already noted, um, it's connected to Brabant, North Brabant, which culturally uh, is sort of similar, but Limburg is like the the extra version, uh, the plus plus version of Brabant. Um, Limburg is well known for its textile industry that used to be there. I uh, did not know that. It's mines. Limburg, uh, yeah, I do. The stats, Emma mine. Very Emma good. Emma
0: Staatsmine. mine. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm saying this correctly. That's the one, though. Yeah. That yeah, the yeah. Firm, yeah. yeah. I know it from my work and no one will ever know where I work but I know it from my work
1: very good yeah. very good yeah Greg is a mine worker might be yeah miner yeah, Minor, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and then I make podcasts about fucking films, films. yeah right
0: <laughs>
1: we, we will do uh, Lord of the Rings eventually
0: it'll be great yeah we'll best mine it.
1: movie ever is
0: that so? oh no uh, well okay we're not no, we're not talk- here to talk about other series or films <laughs> <laughs>
1: God damn it. We will Limb- do the Grote Lim- at one point.
0: Okay, so Limburg. okay, uh, mining, textile, working class. Catholic. Catholic, that's the thing here. That's the one. It's the Catholic, wow. and Brabant is also Catholic. Sure, but Limburg- so
1: everything below the rivers, as they say in the Netherlands, is Catholic country. And everything above is
0: fucking Protestant. 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 Yep. And not only Protestant, but also Calvinist. Yeah. which
1: is even more
0: boring Protestant. Yeah. So that's quite the opposite,
1: I would say. Um, Also another theme, which is definitely very Southern, is Carnival. And the movie starts out during Carnival. We should say also that when, at the time of recording
0: this podcast, Uh Carnival just happened. Because I was also in Carnival Center, today,
1: and there were remnants still on the streets. Do you know what the carnival name is of Den Bosch? You were in Den Bosch today. I was, okay, yeah. 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 Give it away. I don't know. (laughs) I'm looking this up now.
0: What are you looking up?
1: Okay, so every... Okay, so I'm going to tell my anecdote about Protestants
0: and Catholics because everyone loves a good Protestant Catholic anecdote. It's not just limited to Ireland people, it's everywhere. Uh... I don't even know who I'm telling this story for. Anyway, I was at a party. You were at the party. The party might have even been at your house or maybe it was at one of our friend's apartments. Okay. And there was this dude there who is a cook, famous cook. Maybe who was on like Dutch Top Chef or something. I forget his name. Maybe you don't even know him. No. But uh, I, have, guess. I have complaints about the food here. Yeah. I've gotten over it. Like I have accepted the state of the culinary universe here. But him and I got to talking, and people have said, like, oh, Greg, when are you going to open your restaurant? I was like, never, because it's a good way to lose money. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this fellow and I got talking and complaining about food, and then he's like, you got to come down south. Okay. That's where the Catholics are, and that's where the good food is. Because Catholics can be gluttons. I am Roman Catholic. <laughs> and, you know, Sunday Italian, Italian dinner, dinner yeah, after church. well. Eat as much as you want. You just ask for forgiveness later.
1: Yeah, no, no. um, I have Catholic roots as well. Did you notice? No. Yeah.
0: Where From are my they?
1: father's side, your father's. Oh. Yeah. So all my both my father and my four uncles, all their second names are uh, Marie or Maria. Their second names are
0: Maria. Yeah. Very Catholic thing to do. To name your boys yeah. Maria. Yeah. That's like super Catholic. Yeah. They didn't even go with Joseph. My no. middle name is Joseph. Well, the the firstborn was
1: called Joseph Maria.
0: Joseph Maria is also like a a curse expression for like classic... I like, should check if this like is like classic Italians. Like, ah, Joseph, Joseph Maria. Joseph Maria. Okay,
1: I'll tell him this. I'll tell him this. Because uh,
0: you, you can't say Jesus, because that's a sin. Okay. But you can say, ah. Like she, one of the apostles well, is, is good I, I, enough. I guess the more common one is, ah, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.
1: Yeah, okay, I've heard that one.
0: I, th- yeah. I think I've even heard it several times in Ireland, like with a good, uh-huh. thick Irish accent. So Limburg is Catholic. Yeah. This movie has a lot of religious imagery it is mm-hmm. not subtle about it
1: no no i wish it would be a bit more subtle about it actually
0: but if and and, and god they is did in the get to get, get the point across they I mean, did definitely get the point across and uh, i liked the movie do we say that now is that the part of the podcast where we say no, we liked the movie
1: usually no but that's not not a problem it's from 2003 it looked like shit yep yeah color grading could have been better it was super dark yeah um it was super grainy i don't know they do some like the the flashbacks they do and i I was thinking about this a bit usually in most movies wherever the movies from flashbacks are then they're hardly ever the best part in a movie because uh, a lot of directors fall into the trap of making the uh making it more like sapia to Tell the, the viewer to, to indicate to the viewer, okay, so this is the past now. We are jumping between different different area, uh, eras within this person's life or, or within the journey of this movie. And they didn't go for Sapia exactly, but something close to it, and I hated it.
0: It is washed out, yeah. No. I don't know if I hated it. I hated the no, flashbacks I, in Hetiné.
1: Yeah, okay, so, okay, yeah. But hardly ever are flashbacks a good idea in a movie
0: sometimes because we're going to talk about another movie where mm-hmm. it's got plenty of
1: time manipulation yeah okay but that's different the flashback is really th- like how to use it in for hot is okay so let's tell you something that happened in the past of this character and we'll do it in, by showing you a little boy who's not too good at acting to give you some perspective on why this person is who he is today th- i mean that that not only goes for hot loss that goes for a lot of movies like
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. If it's like flashback to provide context for the next scene that's going to happen, yeah, I can get that. Can take up a lot of time. Yeah. And obviously, this movie is trying to be like an uh, an American kind of mobster gangster
1: movie. Yes, I think it's a, so. It's
0: it's based on a true story.
1: Yep. Yeah, Bende van
0: Venlo, which is the gang from Venlo.
1: Venlo is a place in Limburg.
0: Where I have been. F- to the train station. At the boy Yeah. Smoked a cigarette outside of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're basically
1: part of the gang got, of Venlo, got right? Got on
0: the train and kept going <laughs> to Germany.
1: It's a miracle you're not in jail. Yeah, yeah I know. This was a long time ago.
0: And let's, the Benda
1: so let's... Um, do you know anything about the Bender von Venlo? Were you I around? Do. You uh, were it was in the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was quite small. I think Bende von Venlo is mid-90s to maybe... L- oh, No. Actually it's I think only a year. I think it's maybe like ninety five to ninety six from Carnival to Carnival. So they actually what they did in the movie is actually factual. So the movie starts out with Carnival and ends with it. And I think in um that's how it happened in uh, in real life as well. But I think in real life the band of Venlo is way bigger because now it's basically two guys, maybe three guys.
0: Yeah, that I, it's like, okay, so it's trying to give off this vibe of a mafia um, yeah. gang.
1: Without g- trying to get too complicated so they don't introduce as many characters as they could have, I guess. They probably just
0: don't have the budget to introduce any
1: more characters. Yeah, but I mean, a gang, in every movie, a gang is just tough guys standing by, right? They could have had like 10 more guys looking tough in the back. That's not...
0: No, you got It'll unions, it- man. You got you got unions, especially in the South. You know, you got strong
1: unions, uh, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, so that's the reason why, why the Bender von Venlo I was just a duo. Uh, I
0: didn't mind that it was just three people, three, maybe four people. It, like, it felt tight and it felt focused.
1: Yeah, okay. So for the purpose of the story, it works, of course. Yeah. I agree. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But in terms of... So what I'm getting at here is your favorite movie is, depending on the humidity goodfellas or casino uh-huh and goodfellas does not have a flashback but it starts with a lovely introduction to young ray
1: liotta yeah or is that casino so no 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 no. Goodfellas. Th- that's good for i'm okay so maybe this is exactly my point what i like about maybe i just like learning your stories <laughs> i like in goodfellas that you start out with him as a kid and you just see him grow up until uh, until he goes to jail basically yeah um and and for me, that works way better because then you get into the character in real time. And I mean, if I, I'm not saying a flashback is never a good idea. Not Do you, you like
0: time travel movies?
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, if it's well done. Yeah, sure. It's usually yeah. a concept that, that can be very fun in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not against flashbacks. And I, I don't only like linear stories. But usually when a flashback happens, it's just so on the nose what they're trying to say. Like, yeah, okay, so this person is angry now because... He walked away earlier in his life. I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, did we really need... Did, uh, he could have told somebody in the movie and that could have been an actual scene where there was emotional tension because he, for the first time, confesses it to, uh, to maybe his new friend. So let's, let's, get, let's get into the characters we have here. Okay, well, so, I want to
0: talk about flashbacks. Okay, flashback. Well, I, 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 I see your sentiment on, on flashbacks. I think flashbacks can be very cool. Mm -hmm. It can be very cool, especially in the context of um, either action, thriller, or suspense movies, which I guess this is actually an action, thriller, drama film. Yes. But like in the sixth sense, so (laughs) that's that's the terrible word for me to say because I have a lisp. Maybe maybe (laughs) listeners have caught on to me (laughs) not being able to pronounce T-H sounds. So the
1: sixth. Six. This is funny because this is usually what a Dutch person would find hard, right, when speaking English. Th th, right? Yep. So, so the listeners listening okay, to, so, to so both for, so for to that, two people
0: for that really famous M Night Shyamalan film with Bruce Willis, where <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, he turns out to be a ghost. You get to the end when you know you realize that he's a ghost, mm-hmm. and then Shyamalan like shows a few like really quick cut flashbacks to scenes like where he's at the restaurant with his wife. Yeah, you okay. think he's at
1: the restaurant with his with his wife. And so there were uh, Christopher Nolan does it a bunch, like at the end of uh, the prestige, yeah,
0: yeah, where they 're kind of showing you yeah. like, hey,
1: yeah. look they're at all, the curtain look right? at all
0: this shit I just got away with, yeah, 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 yeah that i
1: like I like that, even nicer would be if they would not need that, and then you rewatch the movie like fuck
0: you can 't do that, you, like you have to give European them, movies, you have to reward them shoot and coot yes, okay, European movies, but. We are talking about a European movie now. We're not. God. Van uh Okay, so Van Goghlos. We're gonna get there. <laughs> Two thousand three. Peter Cowper's film, uh, set in Venlo. Yep. And it's basically about this guy. Mid nineties. Mid nineties. Stan Meyer is the lead protagonist, and he is a protagonist, I guess. I guess, and he lives in a he's kind of like rambunctious his mom is divorced and remarried he has a new dad played by yep who stop you don't see his face yeah. but he walked by at one point i was like Wait yeah a second that oh, yeah. guy looks familiar i was
1: really really curious if you caught that yeah i caught that I'm proud i proud of you i stayed for the credits this as well. is only episode four and you're already learning so much about dutch culture dutch film culture. well that's
0: the thing that there's only so many actors and stuff <laughs> <laughs>
1: like there's only three of them. So. Okay,
0: so we have Sta- Stan Meyer. Yeah, Stan Meyer. Stan Meyer, and he yeah he's, uh, you know, played by Erhard Jan Weber. He's he's probably like eighteen or something in the movie. Eighteen, nineteen. Well, he's at uh, VBO. So he's in university. No, no, no. VBO is um, the equivalent three. of university.
1: No, right? What high school? Yeah, that's not okay.
0: So what are we? Seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he's he's sixteen. He's, I'll give him sixty. He's got the energy of a teenager. Let's just say, yes, he is grumpy. He thinks he's cool. He hates his parents. He doesn't like he the life that he's been given. He wears a very cool retro white socks jacket. There's quite a lot of. Base- he's into baseball. He's really into baseball. Yeah. I don't know if that's a Limburg thing. I know va- Not baseball I know is very of. popular in Harlem. Yeah. In general, the Netherlands. I mean. But shout out to that sick '80s era white yeah. socks uh, jacket. I am from nearby Chicago. Yeah. The am. stylist did a good job on that. Yeah. Yeah. And he, wear, he even wears like the classic like, baseball tee.
1: Yeah. Um, and he knows how to swing a baseball bat. But we'll get into baseball.
0: that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and he has a
1: friend. Yeah, okay. So let's go to the plot. The movie starts out during Carnival. Yeah. Carnival. Yes. Um,
0: Do we need to explain what Carnival is? Because we don't have it... In the United States. Okay. We do, but only in New Orleans. Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is yeah. the equivalent of Carnival.
1: Yeah, true.
0: And is it a Catholic
1: holiday? Is well, it? it's Catholic for sure, of course. But but what is it? F- why? But people know the Brazilian Carnival, right? Yeah. Yes. No, they don't? Yeah, okay, but
0: well. I, I think Dutch Carnival is way different than Brazilian Carnival. It's not that different, actually isn't the dutch one just like far more racist and (laughs) (laughs) with less exotic floats and stuff
1: yeah okay but it's more questionable costumes people yeah for sure but it's basically people walking through the city getting shit-faced um getting dressed up they spent all year on um the cars and the outfits so that's, of course, matching. Um, in that sense, I think it's very similar to Mardi Gras. Carnivals vereniging. Uh, so um, the organization surrounding this, the, the, the carnival um, is a really big thing in the South. So it's almost like you would have your soccer club. You would have your carnivals.
0: I remember the tragedy after we went into lockdown because we went into yeah. lockdown
1: around this time. Carnival was really the super spreader.
0: That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Carnival. It blew up. Yeah. Yep. That's right. Yep. Thank you. You know, I think if Carnival didn't happen, the Netherlands would have gotten through the pandemic (laughs) just fine. (laughs) Yeah, because it was handled so perfectly well. So it starts at
1: Carnival. Yeah. And. Egbert Jan Weber, so that's Stam, is sitting. He is actually, I think he's saying that he goes to Fabio, which is the highest level, um, and he. He said, it doesn't matter where I go to because I won't go to school anyway. So immediately immediately you know he's not really up to living the life his mother wants for him and being the dentist's son, even though it's not his real father. He's not really into that life. So he's really the stuck-up teenager who just wants to chill in a bar and play at the fruit machine, right? That's what he does. Yeah, he's
0: playing uh, like a casino game at the is bar. that is yeah. that a thing a fruit machine a fruit machine it's like a slot machine type slot thing machine. yeah thank yeah. you and what what happened it's um i'm trying, i watched this movie like three days ago Uh huh. it's fuzzy it's fuzzy <laughs> already after three days maybe <laughs> yeah I, i've watched several movies in between okay now. so you're mixing up
1: movies now no i'm okay. still i'm still with us uh, so okay. it, it god damn it okay pause
0: we're leaving all this silence in, everyone. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you remember what happened? I can fill in the blanks for yeah, you. Yeah, fill in the blanks. Uh, Michael our, our, comes in. Michael Michael, Michael runs in. in. Runs in. Like he's, Michael he's on the run. Verheyen?
0: And he stole something? What did he steal? Because he drops it off. He, like, gives it to Stan.
1: I assume drugs. Drugs. Um, he's played by Ticho Gernand, by the way. Yes. Um, Tygo Gernand got hugely popular playing this role
0: he looks like a vampire he looks looks like he's playing a vampire
1: yeah true yeah i think he he plays it to a t actually this role he looks like a complete maniac i like them both i think i think they're both yeah they play really well yeah Yeah. okay so he comes in basically asks this little kid sitting behind the slot machine to hide the stash yeah he doesn't even ask him he just gives it to him gives it to him and well the kid decides to actually do that hide the stash um police comes running in afterwards they cannot find um, Michael, so they decide to leave the police. I mean, I don't know what, what these police officers are, that they do not ask the kids sitting there, like, did you see someone coming in and maybe even pat them down a bit? But they don't do that. Afterwards, um, Stan goes, goes outside, finds Michael and gives him the stash um, as a reward for being so cool and so loyal and helpful. He gives him Part of the stash and he lets him into his world and in a way i mean we're talking about religious imagery this happens during carnival and he lets him into the world of a right devil does he call himself the right devil no oh. but i mean he's definitely if you look at the imagery that they're portraying they're definitely trying to show him as a devil right at one like point a
0: satanic type thing yeah
1: one point he basically does this scene where he he doesn't say it uh, literally, but he basically is saying, "Your soul is mine now. You have killed for me." Oh, so
0: is That's how is, I took is it. Michael, at least. like the dog in Goethe's um, Faust, is Michael Faust? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. I did. I did not catch that specifically, but maybe.
0: Yeah. Perhaps. Uh, so, okay. So so Stan now kind of enters this world. Yeah. And he,
1: he, He's he completely he, he starts
0: to spiral down. Yeah. They get arrested eventually because they. Uh, I don't know why they wind up getting. Oh, they like were stealing computers or something from someplace. Yes. Or I like rolling so. yeah. or something, and yeah. they get arrested. And. They're Stan uh, at that point snitch. still in relatively small crime. I mean, I, I would say they stay in small no. crime. I mean, murder, but... but yeah, th- I mean, yeah. a lot of murders, right? I don't know how many, but yeah, okay, they get into murder. But at this point, it's petty, petty burglary yeah. crime, maybe a little bit of drugs. And they get arrested. This is your American perspective for you. <laughs> well, th- I mean, that's what I was trying to Killing get Killing people in small that's crime. That's what I was trying to get it by comparing it to Casino or Goodfellas, mm-hmm. is it was hard to... I liked the movie. It was perfectly fine. I think it was a bit... I felt like the movie was trying to be as dramatic as an American style Scorsese-esque mobster film. But But the thing is the stakes are never high enough where you feel like these are real criminals and there's like a whole network or something. It's, it looks, it's really like two guys that really
1: just went down the
0: wrong path.
1: Yes. And they try to bring, I would argue that uh, Michael is, he did not just go down the the wrong path he is the wrong path basically
0: sure he's he's the 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 satan the, he's the devil in faust yeah yeah and okay what else there's there's more that i want to talk about than the plot of this movie because i felt like the plot was like whatever
1: Okay, but uh, let's wrap up the plot real quickly. Okay, let's then. wrap up the plot. Okay, so basically, they next to these two guys, you have a third character who's also part of the gang. He's called Seth. Seth. Yep. Um, he a mohawk. He's a wears, p- he's a punk. Yep. With long, leather jacket, um, and he's even more of a maniac, I guess, than Michael is.
0: Yeah, he's the loose cannon. He's yeah. the yeah.
1: In, a, in like in a trio of loose cannons he's
0: the loosest and stan really refers to him as a junkie yes and stan does not like him so that's that's a, a stan does part. not like him no no. no. oh the, yeah, that really comes into play at the end of the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i
1: mentioned it <laughs> okay so uh, they get arrested. A michael
0: goes to jail yeah um, eventually he gets for out for a because, month i think yeah I think. for a month he gets out because they really don't have any evidence on him More or less. Yeah. Correct, yeah. Yeah, I think so. And there's a fourth character, though, that we meet. Because eventually Stan and Michael become friends. Yeah. Because Stan is no snitch, and Michael sees that as loyalty. Mm -hmm. And Michael has a girlfriend. Michael has a girlfriend. And Michael must be known in the town as kind of just like a shitty guy. Yeah. And so the
1: girlfriend, her name is Alice? Anna. Anna. Yeah. Played by Angela Schijf. Who was super famous back then? Maybe still, but. I don't know. But she was fine. She was Mm, was fine. Small role. Yeah. Yeah.
0: More of a vessel to uh, show how um, terrible Michael
1: is. True. And now he just. So that's his girlfriend. They have sex in the car, in the back of the car, while Stan is waiting outside for them to finish. Well, that's the thing. Stan
0: has to be the one who picks her up at her parents. Yeah. So her parents think that she's dating Stan. Because he seems like a The son of a dentist? Enough. Yeah. Hey. Oh, yeah. They're always talking about like, oh, you're the yeah. son of the dentist. Because it's a wealthy, he, his mom married into money, basically. Yeah. Yep. And then they just continue to spiral down a world of crime. And they're looking for more money. And how do they wind up killing their first? Oh, so, so I, Seth I, gets a tip. Yeah. That Seth always gets tips for Seth some getting all these tips about yeah. where money is hidden. Because yeah. apparently we have no all, idea how he gets apparently those Apparently people tips. in Lindbergh yeah. just have money hidden Laying all around. over the place.
1: They, at one point they talk about 150000 I think, in cash. Yeah. Which is
0: crazy. Shilder. Right? Shilder. Yeah, this, this is not real money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anymore. Okay. No, not anymore. No, I mean, it was, anymore. it was
0: about to be handed in for euros anyway. Yeah, okay. So.
1: yeah, They were doing them a favor.
0: Yeah, little did they know the entire economy was about to change. <laughs> If only they had their finger on the pulse of uh, EU politics.
1: Uh. Unbelievable that they didn't. Yeah.
0: And so there's a, Seth gets a tip about a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the guy like has like a grow farm or something. Yeah, he's a grow farm. Yeah, he's yeah, growing weed. Yeah. And, no. you know, okay, this isn't the episode we're going to talk about the legality no, or no, no, no. Le- no. not legality of marijuana in the Netherlands. We will have a better movie to discuss Yeah, things. I think so. Yeah. No. And so they go to rob this guy who they know. You see him earlier, yep. like they know each other. True. Um, because
1: they did work for him. Mm-hmm. Or Michael did, I should say.
0: And they show up and they got their ski mask on. They're like, all right, it's in They bring out. Anna, by the way. They bring so she's Anna. in
1: the car. She doesn't, she says, yeah, we'll go in and talk. does not make any sense that they go they... for this heist and bring your fucking girlfriend. Yeah, okay. and
0: she's just like, can't we go? I want to go have a drink. Yeah. And then Michael's just like, yeah, yeah, we'll go, we'll go so. after you." Yeah.
1: Yeah. Stupid.
0: Anyway, so they go in, it goes awry, I thought there was a. It was a very funny scene. Aside from the part where they fucking
1: kill this dude, they bash his brains in with a baseball bat, and then they shoot him. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: But they're trying to tie him up or tape him up. No, no, and the, yeah, and this they brought is great. packing tape, which oh. is notoriously. Known know. for uh, if if you can't find that edge, yeah, you're yeah. not getting that tape up. <laughs> and so they get his legs, and then they're trying to get his arms, and they can't find that one little edge of the tape. To Great th- idea! I yeah. thought that was quite funny. That yeah. was as funny as the um, tape player in Florida on the plane,
1: <laughs> where it's like <laughs> a low on batteries. Like, yeah, yeah. That was a good. That was a good joke. Yeah, but also I think it really worked in this uh, Shows specific their scene. Their competence, but also uh, it raises their stress level. Um, they get mad at each other. Uh, one of them takes off his um,
0: Stan takes off his mask. His mask, yeah. yeah. And right. then basically, once this guy that, has seen I mean, their face, then it yeah
1: that leads to them overreacting and killing the guy. They have to kill the guy, yeah. yeah.
0: And he doesn't have any money anyway.
1: Yeah. And then they run away. They run away, and then um, Stan is really, really sick about it. Like literally he throwing throws up. up. Yeah. Um,
0: it was a good throw up scene. The vomit
1: looked real. Yeah. 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 I mean, the look in his eyes at that in that particular scene was really good. Um, and then I think this is the scene I was referring to earlier. Michael talks to him, like grabs him by the head and says, well, but this ties you and me together. Whatever I do, you do, and whatever That's you do. It, yeah. And, and yeah. that really feels to me like, because up to this point, Stan has been dabbling with this with these crimes and he could have just as easily grown out of it. And I don't know went to university and Walked become away. a dentist or whatever just walk, walk away. Yeah. yeah. And, but at this point, he's basically a murderer and intertwined into this shady business way more than he should have. Um, and I think Michael pulls him in here like for real and says, well, now." but
0: I don't think Michael's doing it maliciously. I think Michael just doesn't have any idea what he's doing. And he just sees this as his way of living. Yeah. I never get yeah. the idea that Michael is in control.
1: No, that's true. I think that's he's what's more like so scary
0: a, about something like Goodfellas or Casino is the amount of yeah. control or the fear of control. L-
1: literally the organization. Like the, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so they kill this dude. This does dude. not feel organized. They kill all. this dude and basically like word travels to Oh no, he is supplying Osman. Sh- Osman, who is yeah. a Turkish Turkish, yeah. Coffee shop owner. Yeah. And he's and the largest supplier of cash in the region yeah. or something. Yeah. And so Osman kind of calls them into his coffee shop, which looks like a great place. They go there again. Michael goes there again later. And okay, but this,
1: this is an actual coffee shop, right? Like, like it exists. order coffee.
0: No. Oh, wait. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. So, yeah. so coffee shop. Okay, coffee <laughs> shop in the sense that it's a cafe, not coffee shop in the sense that a coffee shop is a place that sells marijuana mm-hmm. or marijuana. Because he buys
1: products. marijuana of the guy they just murdered.
0: That's actually confusing. I thought no. it was a coffee shop. I was like, this is a nice-looking coffee shop. Oh, you, you thought you could buy weed there? No. Uh, well, you probably no. can.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> in large quantities. Think, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah, but it looks like a fun place because I am a big fan of backgammon and yeah. smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. and drinking coffee and tea. And in this place, it's just a and bunch talk. of dudes and sitting And speaking around. Turkish. I could be better at Turkish. Yeah. Getting there. But Bit I But like, I love drinking coffee, playing backgammon, and smoking. I feel like I should go to Turkey at some point and just do that for a long time. We will. We no. will but backgammon's great. So they go to this place and Osman knows that they killed him. Yeah. And he essentially hires them as hitmen for him. like Two guys to do his dirty work.
1: Yeah. So they end up, um, and at that point, um, and I like that, the movie sort of goes really quickly to a, a scene that's, I think, really well shot where they have to, this dolly shot where you see them murdering multiple people It is a good shot and they're using some
0: object in the middle of the frame yeah. to switch between yeah. that actually so, that was clever so I that, s- that was clever. that
1: takes up maybe a minute but it really gives you the sense like okay so they really went on a killing spree for this Osman um, and they kill I think mostly um, Turkish people it looks um,
0: like it well you should say though that the first murder is not in the montage uh, uh, yeah true or the first murder for hires not in the montage they go they kidnap a guy from a car wash no. throw him in the car and then they're gonna kill him or Michael's gonna shoot him but then Stan grabs the gun and pulls the trigger himself no. so he's it, now again, initiated into the gang like, yeah again like the the, what happens to off. you happens to me no. um, and the guy that they kill actually I've seen now in another TV show that I had to watch for work oh, wow. called Careers and he plays a Turkish pizza shop owner who they call him Baba in the show he's the same guy yeah really yeah oh wow yeah i i I 20 years later okay did not catch
1: that so he's
0: still kicking around and yeah and then they then you have the whole montage of them killing all these different people yeah Yeah. and what happens what happens next after that i don't know when does when does michael get anna pregnant So, no, we should say, uh, through this time, they're making a bunch of money for doing all this killing. Yes. And Michael really has this dream that, just like uh, Ray Liotta has in Goodfellas, where it's like he's going to use his money, he's going to buy a nice house in suburban New Jersey or wherever. Yeah. And Michael does the same. He buys a beautiful house in wherever. (laughs) The the suburb of Fenlo, probably. It's it's the most like standard Dutch-looking house ever with awful gaudy furniture. A
1: (laughs) Rijkjeshuis.
0: Yeah, and it's got like white tile, and it's yeah. hideous. Because Michael got a pregnant, yeah. and he sees his future in building a family, and so he even has this children's room that's yeah. full of
1: every toy you could he imagine. To- totally decorated it. Yeah, I'm very, he, very confused he about really this. This is it. so out of character, right? Well, that, I think he's just so he's just a maniac in whatever he does.
0: Exactly. Yeah, he's he just pure, it. pure maniac. And at the same time, Anna is catching on that they have—they are killing. Yeah. They are killers. Yeah. That Stan, because she's kind of pulling it from Stan.
1: Well, um, I think uh, she just hears neighborhood gossip about uh, the murder of the the first guy. Um, can't remember his name, but um, she hears that it was not an accident. So all she has heard from Stan and Michael is that he was killed when they went to visit him but it was a total accident and by the neighborhood gossip she hears that it's more than just an accident
0: yeah i mean it's a lot of murders in venlo where not a lot (laughs) happens anyway true true um and so she's becoming disenchanted and
1: afraid of michael yeah and at a certain point but still she is um and you could say the same about stan and i think this is for some reason he keeps pulling them in like well, they, in they
0: feel like they have nothing neither of them can go home they both have poor relationships with their family yeah. or is scared of her family stan hates his family
1: yeah. stan feels but like is that the only reason why they are so like
0: they, involved with him they're just looking for meaning and guidance and Stan, obviously, the, in the flashback scene, we see that he had tracked down when he was when he was younger. He tracked down his biological father. Yes, his biological, truck driver. Truck driver. His biological father was so happy to see him, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna start a life together." Then he goes back to meet him again. What presumably he's packed a bag, he's left a note for his mom. He's gonna go live with his dad. Yeah. He gets picked up by an elderly couple who yes. drive
1: him to the truck stop, truck depot. Yeah. Yeah. They the woman them. just asked him, are you sure your mom will, will not mind no. that you're walking away from home? And they're, They totally accept his answer. They're very sweet. No. They're very nice. they, she gives them a rose cook,
0: yep. which I saw. I even wrote down in my notes a rose cook, <laughs> which is a delicious <laughs> Dutch cookie. Nice. Yeah, I really like it. It's, it's crumbly. It's sweet. It's delicious. It's pink.
1: Rosa means pink.
0: And his dad doesn't.
1: It's not a, ro- a, a Cookie made out of roses. No, nor,
0: nor no. is it in the shape of a rose. No. But his dad does not show up. His dad abandons him. Yeah. He sold him false hope. And did his, did his dad give him a gift? Yeah, he gave him an, uh, a watch. A watch, which yeah. he winds up pawning later for money.
1: Yeah, which I get. It's, it was a weird gift to give, actually. Because it seemed I like think it was all he had. Yeah, but there are they're a meeting in secret or a secret right so
0: you think the mom would have caught
1: on like hey, yeah. where
0: you get that watch
1: maybe his dad watch. didn't
0: show up because he gave his son the watch and then he just didn't know what time it was <laughs> and he just got confused
1: and then later on <laughs> like 10 people get murdered it's, yeah like
0: his life could have been so much better you know if you if, if you just only knew what time it was <laughs> this is the it, lesson
1: to take from the movie never give away your watch you people will end up getting murdered. Just don't
0: be late. I think that should be a takeaway from every movie. is just, just be on time. Be on time. Yeah. Because yeah. people are waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't show and up,
1: if you don't show up, the devil will do its work.
0: A idle hand. Snack, it's an, you It's up. an idle, he's an idle mind.
1: Uh-huh.
0: You know that expression? Yeah. Idle yeah. hand, the devil's playground. Uh-huh.
1: Do you have that here? We have a lot of expressions with the devil, of course, but we have one actually about Catholics and, uh, protestants is it a joke or is it an no expression? no t- t- two religions on a cushion so like if you, if you have two people from two separate religions of course the protestants and the catholics um sleeping in one bed like being married the devil will sleep in between them oh yeah
0: okay
1: but somehow you're born
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm
1: like a, like a, a devil, young Stan, of a course, Devil Child.
0: Um, so I'm Damien. he Stan is a abandoned. So your point, your question was, why do Anna and Stan keep gravitating towards Michael? Yeah, yeah. and it's it's they just have nothing. And okay. Michael gives. I, I think that's the trope in almost all gang related movies is they prey on the weak, and mm-hmm. the weak are driven towards something that can provide some level of stability, life, purpose, meaning.
1: Yeah, well, stability. Okay. Not so much in this case, but I know we. Stability in the
0: terms of constant chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's stability. Yeah,
0: and a cure against boredom. On uh, Michael gets Anna pregnant. There's a
1: scene they're having sex in the car. She tells him to pull out. He does. There are multiple scenes where they're having sex in the car, and always there's a Dutch group playing the banger
0: boys which that song did not come out until 1998 and this movie is set in 1992 whoa so okay but yes uh, what's the song I think they're the, playing the, the, the Banga boys are coming you know, uh, yeah I did not know that was Dutch obviously I knew that song I'm not even younger. sure if
1: the people who are in the Banga boys were Dutch but it, it's they're, a whole Dutch concept they're from Rotterdam yeah, yeah. all of them yeah. really Yeah, I believe so yeah mm. okay Shout
0: out to them. I had got, I worked with. Oh, no, I'm not going to talk about work anymore. It came up in work at some point. <laughs> um, God damn it! Okay, <laughs> Michael gets Anna pregnant. Anna start realizes that Michael is a psychopath.
1: He's a bad she boy. Is scared
0: of him. There's a very kind of pretty vicious scene where Stan comes into
1: their home and Anna is there and she's drinking because she's. In. She's um, already smoking all throughout her pregnancy. Um, and then she also starts heavy drinking. Yes. Yeah. And Stan is like, what are you doing? You have a baby. Like You can't do this. Punching
0: her belly. And then, yeah, then she's, yeah. she's like, I don't want this baby. And she, Very brutal scene. Yeah. She basically causes herself to have a miscarriage. Yeah. 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 And then she, she goes home. Because she doesn't want to see Michael anymore. She tells, to her parents, you mean? Yeah, Tan. she goes home yeah. to her parents. Uh, she tells Stan, I don't want to see Michael anymore. Still doesn't tell the uh, truth to their parents? No. Well, to her mother, maybe? Maybe not that it's Michael, mm-hmm. but that she's yeah. pregnant. Yeah, so
1: they. I think they still think at that point that Stan got her pregnant. Yeah.
0: And then at that point, like Michael comes home. Stan tells her what happened. Michael breaks into Anna's home. Anna's dad sees what happened. They're obviously very Catholic and conservative she, They kick Anna out of the house. And then again, Anna has nowhere to go. So she just goes back to Michael. Yeah. And then they have one last job. I guess what they're presuming to be one last job. And then Stan is planning to maybe run away with Anna and that's why he pawns the watch to get the, the cash. Yeah. But Seth comes with another idea that there's this house lived in by the two old people that gave young Stan a ride to meet his father. Yeah,
1: like 50 years earlier.
0: And they say that they, this couple has... 150,000 guilders. In, in bell jars in the, somewhere in their house, like in yeah. jars in their basement. Yeah, true. Yeah. And they dress up in costume, in monkey costumes. Because it's carnival. It, so they can easily get away, because yeah. it's not weird that they're in costume.
1: Those costumes look super freaky. Yeah, they do. They're very uh, uncomfortable. And
0: Anna's in like a bunny
1: suit. Yeah, okay. But she's not part of the robbery. No. Is she? No. Does she show up? No. She's there in the car, I think. Can it? Yeah, right? No. She just shows up?
0: I don't know. I actually don't. No, I think she's in the car.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, so they go in and basically... Stand, they had already considered robbing the place and that's when Stan saw that it was this elderly couple and he says, Oh no 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 no. He
1: gets like, really mad.
0: Yeah we're yeah. not gonna do that. Don't Fuck ever you. think you about know. robbing them. Yeah, no. Steph's a the junk. Don't listen to him. Yeah. And but now they go for it. And but Stan can't do it. And Michael's being very aggressive and he winds up he's got like a knife to the throat of the old lady. He winds up slitting her throat. Yes. There's no money to be found.
1: And he does see that Stan has money.
0: Michael sees that Stan yeah. has money. And then Michael realizes, oh, you were going to run away with Anna.
1: Yeah. And then he feels betrayed. Okay, so in this scene, I think the scene works really well in the sense that it's super suspenseful. You feel really bad for the old couple and what they're going through. Oh, totally senseless, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's and I mean, this was uh, when the actual murder happened. Um, this was all over the news. So... Um,
0: this shit was. Re- I I keep forgetting that that actually happened. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, So this specific thing out of the movie actually happened, and that I think that that was the biggest news story out of the whole than the fromm case. Um, and I think they do a good job in in dramatizing it. Uh, the only thing that I think is weird is that um, Stan doesn't defend himself uh, from the accusations that Michael throws his way. I, he doesn't even really talk back to him. Like, he's scared of him. Yeah, but is that all? I mean, he it goes from like bad to worse in a in like a thirty seconds, and you feel like if you would just say something.
0: Yeah, there's none of that like classic dialogue of like try and understand it from my point of view or try and listen to me. Like Stan doesn't try to talk any reason. No, but
1: he doesn't mind. deny all the allegations, but he also doesn't um, give at least some explanation of what he's doing. He doesn't it would make way more way more sense if he would come up with just any excuse why he has money
0: yeah there's it, well they just let michael piece it together and then you're like okay well then michael's realizing this in the moment and you were yeah. supposed to be realizing it in real time with him there there is maybe a lack of exposition yeah. in this sense yeah and i feel like it, it's a detriment to the scene because this is where you're really i guess so that happens he kills the lady they all run to the car right yes. Seth stays behind because he's still looking for the money. Yeah. Um, I think they leave the old man alive.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about yeah, this. You they, never see what no, they do with him, he, right? He doesn't
0: die, so he's just there. Uh, yeah.
1: That's weird. You would expect them to kill the guy as well, but Maybe Seth did. Who yeah. knows? Because Seth has a knife, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's
0: his weapon. Or choice. a screwdriver, I think. Mm. I think it's a screwdriver. So Michael runs, Stan follows. He runs down Michael. They have an exchange of words, and Stan shoots Michael. Yes, in the heart, kind of. Yeah.
1: I and can't. He dies re- on his knees.
0: I, yeah, and he says, "You know what happens to you happens to me." Yeah. And then Seth shows up, sees that <laughs> Stan killed Michael, yeah.
1: and, and he makes sure that Stan, what happens. Stan
0: kind of just goes into like a Jesus pose, yeah. as in like, "Okay, I'm ready to die now yeah. too." He just gives up, yeah. which I think is so pathetic. Like I want to like Stan, just like I wanted to like what's his name in character? the main character in Karakter. Uh, yeah,
1: can't remember. Much. Like no. you want
0: to like him, but he just makes it so hard because yeah. he's so stupid and he doesn't have like a spine, and it's just so depressing.
1: He makes all the wrong choices. Yeah, yeah,
0: and then Steph kills him, and then picks up Michael, puts him in the car, and drives away. We actually don't know if Michael survives.
1: No, that's true.
0: Yeah. And the movie teases at the beginning um, a body in a monkey suit on um, an autopsy table. Yeah. And it has a ring on its finger. And it's a ring of, it's like skulls. How how badass. Mm -hmm. so fucking stupid. Such a stupid fucking ring. (laughs) (laughs) And it it was uh, Michael and Stan had matching rings. Yeah. To show that they were connected it in death. Yeah. And then you see that it was Stan on the table. Yeah. So Michael yeah. could still be
1: alive. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I just assumed he died.
0: Yeah. No body, no... You know, yeah. you got to see the body. Anna got away. Anna gets away.
1: Yeah. I, maybe she just runs away. I don't know. She runs away and then she's on a train station. That's right. She yeah. makes
0: it to the train station, yeah. which I read the IMDB is not Venlo. It is... Sonport Zaud. <laughs> on the other side Which of the, the Netherlands. Country, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's like that was just close to the, the camera. Three and a half hours <laughs> yeah. from the country, yeah. okay. or from where uh, the movie is set to take place. Uh, yeah, so Anna basically is she's going to live her life, probably getting the train to Amsterdam or something for a new life. Yeah,
1: like most people do. Yeah. People flee to
0: Amsterdam because they think they're going to have a because new life the, there. Their
1: old boyfriend murdered a bunch of people.
0: And Sam's full of them. That's not my story,
1: but (laughs) (laughs) that's the movie.
0: Michael Stan kills Michael. Seth kills Stan, and they're all dead. Oh no, Seth survives. Michael survives. Actually, we don't know. Stan is dead.
1: It's sad. There's a lot of the poor guy. He could have had such a better life. the The movie did feel me. Did did left me feeling a bit depressed. I did feel depressed. too. I felt sad for. No, it's a sad situation all around. Let's take a break. We have we
0: managed to successfully run through the plot of this movie. It took us a while. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. We'll talk about it a bit more, and then we'll wrap this up. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we are back to the Dutch film podcast where we are talking van God los. Van God los. 2003 film from Peter Kaupers. Pieter Kuipers. Tygo Gernand zit erin. I almost said Ernst Kaupers. Ernst Kaupers, no. Who's our new minister of health yep. and wellness in the Netherlands. Mr. Corona. He looks like Skeletor. He actually looks like a very famous... He looks like Voldemort, Right. No, he actually looks a lot like this very famous Dutch actor who's like seven foot tall,
1: and he oh, plays yeah. in a lot of horror movies. Yeah, yeah uh, I forget his name though. He's, he plays in the Adams family. Maybe,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. he's the butler. Yeah, and I think he's in um, Doctor the Twin S- Peaks. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he's the giant of Twin Peaks. Yes, that's the yeah, same guy, and yeah. he, he pops up in all horror stuff. Yeah. Um, anyway, Aaron Cowpers looks like him. But Ernst Cowper has nothing to do with this movie. <laughs> this movie is by Peter Cowpers. And okay. we just ran through the plot. Yeah, It took a while. Yeah. Thank you for sticking around. Mm-hmm. We're
1: get- we love you. We're getting to the good stuff here, which is where we talk about what awards this film won. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the, this movie, uh, as I've already mentioned, is quite popular. Uh, it has won the Gouden Kalf. Which is the Dutch Academy Award. Indeed. For... Best film, best script, yes, and best lead actor. Best
0: lead actor from Tycho Tigo Tycho.
1: Ger- Tycho,
0: Tycho. Tycho. Try Tycho again. Tycho Gernart Yeah, close enough. Tigo. Tycho. 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 Like, Tycho, like the rap artist. Tycho, Tycho. Tycho. Yeah. Tycho. Yeah. Or okay. EDM, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> so it won a bunch of awards. Must have not There's been a There's both a, a, a rapper and an EDM yeah. artist. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not a lot of competition that year, I'm guessing. Tico is very good. Tico yeah. is very good. Yeah. He plays the maniac quite well. He
1: deserved the award for sure. Script-wise, nah. It's fine. It's fine. No.
0: Yeah. Direction-wise, like, it's fine, too. Like, this movie yeah. is...
1: okay. Uh, so I, I do like uh, the direction. Yeah. Compared to the other
0: f- three movies we've talked about, yeah. this movie was perfectly adequate.
1: Yeah. It wasn't he- terrible. Like, it's a fun watch. Uh, we should mention it's uh, like around one and a half hours. Yeah. The, the perfect it length.
0: It felt a bit longer. Yeah. I felt S- long.
1: Especially in the second half. Like they didn't really manage to oh. keep that interesting enough.
0: It follows... Um, I So I've been watching a lot of Dutch stuff just on my own. Not for the pod, but just to get some context. Just
1: for le- leisure, yeah. And a
0: lot of Dutch stuff has a voiceover, like mm. a narrator. This also has a narrator.
1: Yeah, yeah it does. Which, uh, Okay. Yeah.
0: It works sometimes, yeah. And then I like watched a movie that, I forget which one, but it was... I was not
1: too annoyed by the no, no. over this time. No,
0: no, and I think Stan is great. I yeah. think, you know, I, compared to Ticho, I also think he just plays like the kind of...
1: It was his breakout role, as far as I remember.
0: They both went on to have quite busy careers. I think Anna yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. Angela Schaaf.
0: yeah. So, everyone went on, and uh, yeah, we know Peter Cowpers went on to do stuff. And so.
1: You, you knew, I didn't, but. Yeah, okay. Well, we I cleared it yeah. up. We're here to
0: learn, though, mm-hmm. aren't we?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, it won a bunch of awards. It won the Gouden Film, which is really funny. It's when a Dutch film gets over 100,000 visitors yeah. in the yeah.
1: cinema. It's like a golden plaque. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, there's, there's gold, platinum, diamond, and one more, I think. And there's only four films that have the highest honor, which is over a million, hmm. which I guess this eventually is a, this we'll is a talk quest about. Question. We'll talk about all of them eventually. Okay. Um, Do you already know what those are? I know what two or three of them are, yeah.
1: Are you going to spoil it? Or
0: No, 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 we're going to watch them. <laughs> okay. We're going to watch them. One we'll, of them we'll you don't back. want to watch, but we're going to have to watch it. Okay, cool. Um, so, okay, so the film won a bunch of awards. Let's talk a bit more. Accents.
1: Mm-hmm. This okay. So maybe you uh, you handle this part. Yeah, of course. So uh, usually when we do this part, we talk about um, Dutch, Dutch language. Uh, we'll get around to one of the better curse words in the movie. There were a lot of curse words in the movie, as you can imagine, than being gangsters talking smack to each other. Um, what is really an integral part of the movie is the accent. The Accent Limburgian Limburgs accents that they have. They uh, I don't think any of the actors that are in the movie are from Limburg, but they all have the accent. Like they're really good at at uh, at pretending to be from Limburg, <laughs> like an actor should. No, but um, for real, it's a quite difficult accent to get. Like um, Brabant is a bit more is a bit easier, uh, and uh, it's almost. I, I watch it with subtitles. But I think some of the stuff that they're saying is, is quite hard to understand without subtitles, even for a Dutch-speaking person.
0: I actually, so we should say we both got this movie on DVD.
1: Yeah. I I bought it on DVD, I guess, when I was 15, 16. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I bought it on DVD when I was 33,
0: because that's how old I am right now. <laughs> I bought it, uh, and it was 10 euro, which wow. was, I thought, extortion, but whatever. So we both watched it on
1: DVD. I watched it with English subtitles because
0: the Dutch subtitles
1: did not work. I watched it with English subtitles as well because I was watching it with an English speaker. Who did you watch it with? Fatuma. Oh, okay. What did she think of the movie? She liked it. Okay. um,
0: Quite positive. Quite positive. Limburg. Yeah, I had a hard time
1: understanding the accent, especially no. the, the voiceover. There was a really weird mistake in the subtitle, by the way. Or maybe it's, it, it's just filling in blanks that were not in the, in the movie, in the script. When they are out killing a bunch of those Turkish guys, in the subtitles it says something about they, they are killing Turkish and Yugoslavian guys. Yeah, yeah, Yugos, yeah. Yugos. Yeah. They don't mention that in the movie, right? Or did you? Also, Yugoslavia yeah. had, was dissolved by that point, No. Mm, in the middle of the solving. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Balkan wars raging still, of course.
0: No, I, I caught that though in the subtitles, yes. Yeah, I thought, but Wait, they didn't mention it, right? Or did I
1: just mishear, mishear it?
0: I don't know if they mentioned it, or maybe they use a different word for it. Hugo. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: that, I mean, that's a weird thing to put in, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it was just okay, assuming. It, it, was, it was just
1: strange to see Yugoslavia mentioned because I rarely hear it mentioned. Well, the, the Yugos, as they are called, and the Turks, they were at one point having a gang war. So it would figure that the, the bende from us uh, played a role in this, in this specific location, but they never mentioned it anywhere else. No, I guess you're just supposed to know, have that pre-existing knowledge. that You don't need that, I mean, no. to understand
0: the movie. We, we, oh, man. We totally forgot a very integral, probably the turning point of the film is when Michael goes to confront Osman because they stopped contracting him and he still needs the money to support the family and Michael goes in there with the gun uh, to threaten them like, you need me, give me jobs. Um, I thought he was going to go in there and kill them right away, but he doesn't. He walks out and then in frustration and anger just shoots blindly into the windows of the shop killing the granddaughter of Osman. Ah. And that's pretty much like the turning point for Michael. I think it, it leaves him ruined. That's his psychotic turning, breaking point. And for uh, Stan and Anna as well, because they hear about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a very integral part that we yeah. missed. That was you're really right. the, the climax. Right. And then the denouement came after that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So Lindbergh accent is a mishmash because it's right in between Germany and Belgium, yeah, and yeah. Flemish. What they speak, the Dutch version, Dutch in in Belgium, Belgium, yeah. Northern yeah. Belgium,
1: is very different. It sounds very cute. I actually really like how Flemish sounds. Flemish sounds way nicer than this Limburgian version of Dutch. Yeah,
0: I have to rewatch it because I don't know if I caught the accent so so well okay i don't know if it so struck me it must have because i wrote down in my notes (laughs) talk
1: about the accent yeah yeah, yeah. but now i don't remember to me it was super funny like like some of the some of the some of the dialogue just gets like a weird edge because it's like you in dutch you would use the word plot yeah that they really have like the, the they like they, they they have not one word that they can pronounce in any normal way like, <laughs> it's crazy to to listen to
0: I guess the equivalent in the u s is i don't know i don't know like you know like when some people like when people in the south speak you know with like a creole type accent english accent it' yeah. pretty it can be quite difficult it can be quite difficult people from the Upper Peninsula in Michigan, or from like in Fargo, where you get that Fargo, northern Dakota,
1: yeah. Minnesota. Oh, eh. oh yeah. Which, but that's more <laughs> Scandinavian.
0: Well, yeah. And well, that's true because everyone in Minnesota is mm-hmm. either Lindquist or Anderson, yeah. or yeah. They're actually from Scandinavia. Yeah. And then Wisconsin, maybe you'll get a bit of it. And but it's also very similar to some Canadian inflections that exist. So it is a northern accent. um but I, yeah, I mean, Frances McDormand in um, Fargo is incredible. And her husband, I forget the dude's name, but he plays in tons of roles. His accent is also yeah. incredible. It's such yeah. a beautiful, it's so <laughs> warm and inviting for such a cold and desolate place. Like
1: You have this really great song by Prince where he, he does a version of this because he's, of course, from uh, Minnesota as well, right? Yeah, yeah, he's from yeah. Mini, mini, yeah, yeah. Minneapolis. Yes, yeah. this this uh, this song called Yeah, Yeah, You Know. So Yeah, Yeah, You Know, <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, he just riffs on and on. Th- does a bit of dialogue. <laughs> I need to watch an interview with Prince, maybe from his early days, because I'm sure he got rid of the accent as he got more famous. He definitely makes fun of it, but I'm I'm not sure if he ever had it.
0: Or Bob, like early Bob Dylan interviews, maybe because he's from Minnesota as well. Anyway, also not here to talk about either of those things. Mm-hmm. Limburg accent, you just have to watch the movie, and when you watch the movie and you think, is this how all people sound? No, that's just how people sound in Limburg. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're some,
1: incomprehensible to the rest of us. And everyone north <laughs> of Limburg likes of the to rivers. make fun of them yep. and the accent. Very true. And you are from Utrecht. Utrecht. We're right in the middle, the smack middle of the country.
0: But in let's say standardized terms, mm-hmm. Harlem is what is considered True. to be television
1: news Dutch. Which yeah, so is it's the called, most generic Dutch. Yeah, so they call that ABN algemeen beschaafd Nederlands, which is really an awful term. If you think about it, it means uh, generally um, accepted, beschaafd. This should have been the Does Greg know Dutch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's it, it's, it means um, general polite Dutch, ABN, yeah. Algemeen Beschaaf Nederlands.
0: And that comes from Harlem. Yeah. And I guess it's what you hear on the news. Yeah. And my ex-girlfriend is German, and she is from Niedersachsen, which is where apparently is the ABN of Germany. Of Germany, really? Spoke. Yeah.
1: Okay, so what is the ABN of America, the, the, the United States? The Midwest. Okay.
0: But not chicago midwest because that has its own accent but just middle
1: america middle of the road Hmm. Um, because it has bits and pieces for everything or
0: yeah it's just maybe there's an accent it's hard to say because the country's so big but i would say uh, maybe i'm biased because i'm from the midwest
1: i don't think that i have a very strong accent do you do you think people in the states are generally more proud of their accent
0: Oh, yeah, people yeah. love their accent. Yeah,
1: they really lean into it, right? I,
0: I'm actually ashamed that I don't really have one. Mm-hmm. I, I, My diction, my word choice, I think is a Midwest Chicago-type diction. Mm. But, yeah, of course I wish I
1: had a real Chicago accent okay. or a no, real Boston accent. I, I think accent. that's really different in the Netherlands, right? People try to get rid of their accent here. In, yeah, I think in a lot of occasions, yeah, on a lot of occasions. Oh.
0: That, why?
1: Um, because, to, I guess, to be more generally accepted. Maybe it has to do with this Dutch thing where you don't want to You don't want to out. stand out. No, you don't crowd, want to yeah. stand out, yeah. We know what happens in this country if you stand out in the crowd. They will uh, mow your head off.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll do a Holocaust film <laughs> later. <laughs> but, so, one more thing about Limburg that I wrote down in my notes uh-huh. to talk about. We have an election coming up. True. This podcast will come out way after that election yeah. happens. Yeah.
1: And nobody, even in the Netherlands, is interested in the election. I'm very interested. Because this is the only okay. one I get to vote for. Oh, that's true. This is the gemeente, yeah. the city
0: council election. Municipality. Municipality.
1: Yeah. City council, yeah.
0: Um, and a very famous politician and political party, internationally known,
1: well, at least for some people, yeah. is from Venlo. Yeah, Geert Wilders. PVV, Partij voor de Vrijheid. He has white hair. He's a fascist. He is a fascist. But he's not the biggest fascist anymore. No, no, we no. a no. bigger fascist no. now. Yeah, it's like it's a competition. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. Like we had like George
0: Bush. We were like, oh, wow, he's such a shitty conservative. And then yeah. we got even shittier no, and shittier yeah, conservatives. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. But anyway, and
0: this kind of goes to show Limburg still votes. PVV. Yeah. PVV, yeah? Yeah, PVV. PVV. Um, so it is still a party that is popular down there, which yeah. uh, you know plays in also to the to Catholic conservatism in this film. That yeah, these although
1: the, the party is definitely not connected to religion uh, in the sense that it's pro um, something either Catholic or Protestant, but it is very much so uh, anti-Muslim. That's yes. the, whole, the like the sole reason the party exists.
0: You, I, I mean, because you already have two Catholic parties. In the
1: Netherlands, you have CDA and CDU? Uh, CDA is not only Catholic.
0: but Okay. But it's the Christian Yeah. We, Christian yeah okay. Party. Let's
1: say you have a uh, Christian Uni, SGP, and CDA are the three big that's parties.
0: That's it. That's it. And the, the Netherlands does have a Bible belt, we
1: should say. Yeah. This movie does not take place in that Bible belt. And I think the three political parties we just mentioned, apart maybe from CDA, which also has a large farmer... Um, Base. Uh, I think most of the Christian parties in the Netherlands are more from the Bible Belt area. Okay, that's fair. Bit n- yeah. more northern than Limburg. Um, so I'm not sure if PVV really has, uh, has anything to do with like Limburg being Catholic, but it has to do something, I guess, with Limburg feeling as an old textile region, an old mining region, feeling left out uh, from the, um, the, I guess, the economic prosperity of the bigger cities, the Randstad, the North, the West.
0: I mean, what the expression is, Rotterdam makes the money, The Hague divides it, and Amsterdam spends Spends it. it, And Limburg isn't even on the map. No, true. But Maastricht is quite a liberal city. It's a university city.
1: Yeah, sure. Which is in Limburg. I mean... It's, um, maybe we're only talk, talking negative now, but Limburg, Limburg has a lot of great spots. I mean, it's, uh, it's
0: also has the highest point in the country. Yeah, and by it's
1: far, like three hundred meters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the lowlands. It, yeah, it,
0: it has hills. <laughs> Limburg is yeah. hilly. It's supposed to it's, be beautiful. It's actually beautiful. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. When I was a little kid, we used to with my family. We used to always go on vacation to Limburg.
0: Is Limburg also where the stew comes from? place yeah. yeah, I mean, not Zürfles, it's, the, it's debated Zürf...
1: where it's from, but yeah, the, yeah, you can buy that everywhere in yeah. Limburg.
0: Limburg cool. We're, yeah, you know, yeah. Geert Wilders, okay, fuck you. Yeah, no, fuck him. You know, more equally fucked Thierry Baudet. Mm-hmm. Um, he makes Geert Wilder seem reasonable, <sighs> which is unfortunate.
1: Yeah, because he's fucking unreasonable.
0: He is unreasonable. I will say at certain points during the pandemic, he had a more a stronger stance for the safety of citizens than Mark Rutte and the current cabinet. Vilders um, so was pushing because yeah. Vilders voting base is um, older people.
1: For the yeah, I guess so. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And Vilders is not anti-vaccine. He was anti-mandatory vaccine, mm-hmm. but he was not anti, he's not anti-vax. True. Uh, I guess he's anti-science
1: because he thinks climate change is, he's he's a populist i mean and he's like a like a different type of populist maybe don't check about that but they are the same as populists are all over the world they will just pick some some themes that are that are running rampant to society and trying to hatch onto them and i I, because for some to give a a clear example on this whenever he's talking anti-muslim shit He always mentions uh, that Muslims don't like gay people. Let's not get into if that's true or not. But he always mentions this. But when the time comes to actually defend the queer community, he doesn't do anything. And that's a populist for you, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It makes it like sometimes it makes it very easy to hate him. And then other times you're like, oh, I guess he has a perspective that's...
1: Yeah, maybe sometimes. I mean, I still don't vote. Yeah, but, you for compa- I, no, I don't. but you are comparing him to an even worse guy. It's like...
0: Well, I, that's, it makes me have a little bit of sympathy for Geert-Filders because you okay. see it as well that but it is Thierry Baudet just came in and just totally... Yeah, what Trump, what Trump did for the Conservative yeah. Party. Yeah, yeah. Just like went Bo- Bush more, is not that bad. He just went even more extreme. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. So...
1: So that's Limburg for you. That's no, Limburg. but Limburg is great. They have great beer. Uh, to, all our, to our, our listeners in, in Limburg, you know, thank no, you. But Maastricht is great. It's really great. Um, Where's Boodles from? <sighs> I don't
0: know. Is Boodles from Limburg? I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not sure.
0: Boodles is a beer people. Or Hopner. Hopner
1: is from. Hopner, yeah, from the Guldal. Is that in Limburg? Yeah. Okay. That's where I always I'm thinking, used is. to go on vacation,
0: the Guldal. Hopner is the best pills in uh, the Netherlands. Uh, yeah, true. Hands down. Yeah. And they grow all their own shit too. We
1: will do an episode once in uh, Limburg.
0: We're going to record an episode in yeah. Limburg. Yeah,
1: we will. We, we will get a person from Limburg talking about something, and that person can rectify everything we just said.
0: Okay. So this is what Van Houtwouts has led us to talk about. Do we have time for our next segment? Always. Okay. This is Dutch bad words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought we had this. Um, okay. Clotsuck. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's
0: Dutch bad words. Clotsuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So a lot to choose from this week. A lot to choose from. I mean stand on mic word to bad boys. Potty mouth. What's the potty. Dutch what's the Dutch word for potty mouth? Grof gebekt. Grof gebekt. Grof yeah. Well beaked. Nee, grof a wave-beaked? Uh, no, no, grof means... Uh, oh, grof. grof Ruff. Yeah, rough. Rough, yeah. Rough mouth. Rough mouth, yeah. yeah. So a lot to choose from. Okay, a lot yo, to choose here, from. We go, here we go. Some of the stuff I don't even want to repeat, but uh, I, I have some nice ones for you. nicht. One more time. Pish nicht. Can you spell it? P-I-S-N-I-C-H-T. Pis nice. Nah, no, niche, <laughs> No, it's a, a term you you would use for a gay person. And piss means piss. Yeah. Like with a double s. And nicht. Yeah, I mean it's a. It's, it means it's not in German. No, no. Okay, no. But it it it's a like a. I'm thinking of the equivalent in English. It's a term a gay you could use for a gay person. Hmm. Uh. Maybe sissies now.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah. so piss nicht. I will never say that word again. No,
1: no, bad word. Let's
0: not use homophobic slurs, everyone, no. in uh, common vernacular.
1: Don't do it. And this was the punk guy using this word. I mean, the punks, they should love everybody equal. No, okay. European punks were fucking Nazis. True. Okay, so Michael has one as well. This, this one is not that bad. Lelekert. Regelig? Lelekert. Lelikert. Yeah. Well, lelik
0: means ugly, and lelikert is
1: ugliert. Ug- ugly. <laughs> yeah. It's, you can call a person an ugly person by calling him lelikert.
0: Lelikert.
1: Lelikert. Okay. So, Neer lelikert. There was a lot to choose from, actually. Um, I'll give you another one. Hoerenjong. Oh, son of a whore. Son of a whore. Which I think might have actually been in character. Yeah, because he was a bastard child. And like when his when his friend or like the the other young kids are yelling Ooh. him. Ooh, I should have remembered. Maybe maybe it was maybe it was the term they used. Let me see if I have another one. I have another one. This is really bad. Okay. Okay. Um, Seth was the guy who gives all the tips, right? Yeah, he sucks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, in Dutch, you can say this is not what he says, but you can say something is an. <laughs> Of fesje, which means it's worth nothing. Yeah. fesje. but he says that is a tip from lick my
0: That's a
1: tip from lick my pussy. Yes. I don't even know what he's trying to say, but um, it's a worthless tip, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they have there's tons,
0: of but you know what? But I couldn't understand any of them because they were speaking in a fucking Limburgian accent and. I have a hard time understanding that. Yeah. I am working on my accent, understanding all
1: my accents. Yeah, but really understanding what they're saying is something different. Even for the Pissnicht one, I sort of heard it, but I had to rewind and listen to it again. And then I was listening really close. I was like, okay, he says Pissnicht. So it's that hard.
0: Where in the country do they really emphasize the hard G? Everywhere.
1: Everywhere. No, that's not true. Who has it the hardest? Now, okay, so um, the soft G is definitely the, the south. So Brabant, the zachte G. Yeah. Um, that's definitely That would
0: south. be, let me try. Ik ging naar de supermarkt.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 we need someone who can do accents really well. well. We'll get a friend on who can do this perfectly. Eventually, we will have guests, everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan is really good at doing accents. He'll very, very he lives in Limburg. America. Lim- yeah, he lives in America, but his Limburgian accent is perfect. I'm I'm not that good at it. Um, <laughs> okay, so a <laughs> 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 hard G—that's probably everything. I mean, Groningen, maybe. No, nah. uh, that's
0: what I thought. I think I remember our friend Hari saying yeah. that Groningen had the yeah, hard G. I, I think so. Wow, yeah. and we're not even talking about Friesland, which is its own language yeah. in and of itself.
1: That's not even an accent. That's. Uh, it has its own words and everything. Yeah,
0: I've For, been to Friesland, and I, we called like a snack bar mm-hmm. to get you know to order some fries and pick them up, and they answer the phone, and they're they speaking Frisian. Yeah, I was like, yeah. l- l- lady, I have a hard enough time with yeah. fucking Dutch. <laughs>
1: outstanding Dutch.
0: Yeah, I was like, you, you speak English? She's like, no, you speak Dutch? Eh, kinda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's like, no, I speak Frisian. No, I did some work with that. Uh, no, not going to tell any more about work. <laughs> but I was there was a place. Uh huh, and it has to do with Friesland. Okay, and everything was in Frisian, and you had to request Dutch. Wow, that's great. And I, I appreciate
1: that pride. I think there are quite a number of people in Friesland who want it to be its own country. It's a, compared, a comparable sounds, to uh, Catalonia, Spain.
0: I love it. I love how it sounds. Escalante. I like fishing. Uh huh. Everyone, this is my first time mentioning that I like fishing.
1: No, you probably already mentioned it.
0: And there's a a famed fisherman from sport fishery, Friesland named Thomas Smith, I have never heard of this person, of course, not because he's only famous in the fishing world, uh-huh
1: but I love the way he talks. I love him hearing his okay, him speak. so we are establishing now that we love all the northern accents, not yeah. so much the southern,,
0: uh, but I like Flemish, yeah, okay, but okay, everything but Flem- in between is but Flemish
1: a- is not. Dutch. No. In, it's not from the Netherlands, sorry. That's what I was trying to say. No, okay. It's not Something from the Netherlands. Yeah. I would like to take Vlaanderen. Yeah. We, have a, we have a war raging now. Oh,
0: wait. Do you mean the language or do you just want to No, take... the territory. Oh, well, I mean, they would... Do they want to become part of the Netherlands or do they want to be their own state?
1: Yeah. I don't think that... Oh, I've spoken to a number of Belgian people who want to be part of the Netherlands, but they shouldn't. They have their own unique culture that they need to protect at all costs.
0: I think so too, and you know what? Wallonia, for all of its economic turmoil, is also nice because that's where the Ardennes
1: forest is. So Limburg is in a way comparable to Wallonia, more so than to Flanders. Because Wallonia was a blue-collar
0: region, yeah, Um, and you know, like basically the reason that Flanders, Flander, Flanders, Flanders, in Flanders fields, the poppies grow. Everyone knows that poem, famous poem. Anyway, (laughs) this is not a. (laughs) Flanders has a bunch of money because they have Antwerp, which is a major port city. True. And that's where a lot of the money comes from.
1: Just like Rotterdam. Yes. Yeah. So imagine combining Antwerp and Rotterdam. That's what I'm saying.
0: Then you guys would own all shipping routes into d- Europe. D- if d- you d- then go take over Hamburg. Hamburg, but we should not be making jokes about taking over countries. Everyone, just stay in their fucking lanes.
1: Stay, in, stay in your lane. Just be. Don't happy use words like bisnicht. It's not nice. Um, do watch "van Godlos, I think. Give it a okay. Give it a go. Does it? Does
0: it? Our question always is: Does it provide a, a representation of Dutch culture?
1: Yes, definitely. I think so. For sure. I think so. If that's what you want to get out of the movie, you could watch it. In general, I think this movie is nice enough to spend one and a half hours on.
0: You won't regret it. No. You won't be blown away, but you'll true. learn something. And the acting is good. I the, mean, The acting is good. Yeah. It, most of the acting that we've seen has been good. The faults lie with the writing and the Very directing. True. Very true.
1: Directing I, I, sometimes. Hit or but, miss. No. But yeah, writing... It, yeah. I
0: think it's, well, I think it's the language.
1: Yeah, okay, but not only the language. Oh, if we're getting into this, we're not finished. No, yet. okay, no, no, no. no okay, Oop. okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. One more thing. One more thing. One more thing. <laughs> what I think, and we will definitely come back to this in another episode where we hopefully review a movie where the script was very good. I think what usually goes wrong, and you see this in a number of movies, that all the writing does not seem natural at all. Really, what the script is, is what do I want to convey? What, what, is, what is actually the thing I want to tell? And it's literally that. That's what the writing is. So people will actually say what they're doing. There's no, no mystique. There's no hidden layers. Um, just too much on the nose. But Dutch also is
0: a functional language, just like German can be a very functional. It's not a poetic okay.
1: language. Yeah, okay, but do you need like a poetic script for a good movie?
0: You know, I, I'm. this podcast has led me to try to remove biases
1: and prejudices against Dutch wow. cinema. Wow. Because I want oh, only for it. Dutch cinema. Yeah. Yeah. I was I saying, that <laughs> completely different person. <laughs>
0: and I love Scandinavian film. I love Norwegian film or Danish film or Swedish film, but I don't know the language. So mm. I don't know, and I just watch it with English subtitles, so I don't know what I'm missing by not hearing it in its native tongue and i think i'm biased now because i know the dutch language yeah okay and i almost wish that i didn't know dutch because i would like to watch these movies just with good subtitles good subtitles is important
1: yeah but people who are making subtitles for these movies they get paid like nothing really nothing
0: it's like yeah yeah it's really on tv it's a real issue yeah um well, there was a, I feel there was bad a for people error. doing this. There I was f- a spelling yeah. error in the subtitles.
1: I feel really bad for people doing this because they probably love movies. They I probably love it. language.
0: I would do it. Psh, I need okay, the money.
1: Put, yep. I was going to say put the money where your mouth is, but put the No the give lack me the money. money
0: and I'll give you my mouth.
1: Okay. <laughs> 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 that, that, that came out wrong, everyone. This has been the Dutch Film Podcast. Thank you for listening. Van Godlos, Greg is truly van Godlos. I am godforsaken. God See you next cool. time. Bye-bye. Bye.